Life Audio. your focus. You're going through life and there are a million things happening around you. You have an idea of what you want to accomplish, the direction that you want to go, but it is so easy to get pulled off focus. I thought I knew where I was going. I thought I knew what I wanted to do, but I can no longer focus on that one thing. I've got a thousand other things vying for my attention and it's so hard to keep moving forward. Focus is something that all of us probably want more of. Some become hyper-focused, and that's not good either, but we want a healthy focus in our lives. Setting a goal, having a direction, knowing where we're going, and knowing how to get there in spite of the distractions in our lives. The Bible has a lot to say about focus. There's one passage in particular, particular that keeps coming back to me again and again on this particular topic. And so I want to share that with you today. We're going to talk about focus as we come back in just a moment. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hello and welcome to the March or Die show today. Very glad to have you joining me. And uh, I hope that today's episode will be a help to you. We're going to talk about focus. So I need you for a few minutes to focus, all right? It's hard to talk about focus. I can't get you focused long enough to pay attention to what we're talking about. So we're going to talk about focus today. Before we get there, however, just a couple of things. First of all, if you have not yet subscribed to this podcast, do that now. You need to do that right now. That would be very, very helpful to you and very, very helpful to me. Now, how would it be helpful? A couple of things. For you, it's helpful because when new episodes come out every single Wednesday morning, Uh, You will be notified. You'll be able to jump on that new episode as soon as it's pushed out, and then you won't have to remember. I have some podcasts that I enjoy listening to, and for whatever reason, I haven't subscribed to them. Uh, So I enjoy them, and then I forget about them and come back two months later and think, why did I miss all these wonderful episodes? Well, it's because I wasn't subscribed. So subscribe, number one. Uh, Number two, share this content out with other people in your lives. It's so easy to do. Share it out. Uh, That, again, helps you. 
provide value to other people. If you found value in these episodes, go ahead and share that out with other people. Um, and then it, it's helpful to me when you subscribe. It allows me to know who it is that I am uh, really trying to gear this content toward. And I want to know that. That's very, very helpful to me. Um, also, uh, it allows me to continue to expand the audience. And uh, I do this <clears throat> because I want to be a help. <laughs> I want to be an encouragement. That's the only reason I'm doing this. And uh, that helps me when you subscribe and when other folks subscribe and when you share that out. If you'd like to watch the video of this, just about every episode. Now, there's been a few over the last year and a half or whatever that have not gone to video. But most of the time, there's a video on YouTube. You can find my YouTube channel. Just look for my name, Jeremy Stalnicker. You'll find my name. You can go there, watch the video, subscribe to the channel. That would be helpful as well, trying to grow that channel. Again, extend the reach of this content. And then go to jeremystalnicker.com, jeremystalnicker.com. You can find uh, my website, of course, and, and there my contact information, information about me, a lot of other stuff that I'm connected to that I would love to point you to as well. Good things coming on the horizon for the March or Die show, re-gearing some things, uh, looking forward to some great guests in the next couple of weeks. <clears throat> guests are wonderful. Uh, I actually enjoy doing solo episodes of uh, this show. However, <laughs> guests are very helpful, different worldview, different perspectives, and that can be a help to all of us. So looking forward to that. Also, in the next couple of weeks, we'll have a March or Die uh, website, landing page, and a lot of great content there as well, trying to just get all of this content that I have that I have all over the place in one place. And so that's coming as well. So looking forward to that. A new uh, book that I'll be talking about in the next couple of weeks. So a lot of good things on the horizon. And uh, with all of those things, and there's a lot of things going on in your life as well, just as there is in my life, uh, all of those are good things, and I'm excited about all of them. But if I'm not careful... Given all of that, and then my family responsibilities and the activities we have going on with our kids, it seems like we're running from one thing to the next, and all of the time there's something going on, trying to focus on my marriage, my relationship with my wife, and all of the other just stuff that I'm involved in. It can be very, very easy to drift. You ever experienced that? <laughs> you're doing a lot of good things. None of the stuff that you're involved in is bad. It's a lot of good stuff. Uh, but your focus starts to get off. It, it becomes blurry. You're not focused anymore. It's like that camera lens that it's it's close, but it's not quite there. I went to the eye doctor last week. And, man, the best advice I could give to anyone is, is don't get old because old is just it's tough. <laughs> Things start to break or not work as well as they used to. And uh, my eyes, have had, I've, I've struggled with those over the last couple of years, my eyes, and, and they're healthy. I'm thankful for that. But uh, things getting out of focus. So I sat down and the eye doctor started to do, you guys have had this happen as well, put the lenses in front of my eyes and, hey, is, is number one better or number two? Is number three better or number four? <laughs> you go back and forth and you're looking off in the distance and he's changing the lenses and things get more in focus than out of focus and you're going back and forth trying to figure it all out. What's the goal? The goal is focus. I want to see clearly what's in front of me. But again, if we're not careful, there are so many things happening around us. But there's not only good things, there are very difficult things. We're living at this, this crazy time in history where so much information is coming our direction all of the time. Uh, information about politics, uh, local politics, national politics, the politics of the world. We're learning about conflicts that are going on around the world that at one time we wouldn't even have known about. 
Now we're getting minute-by-minute updates, uh, people who are hurting in areas where there is suffering, all of that compounded. It causes us to lose focus. And we need to be brought back from time to time to the point of focus. I've talked about this over the last couple of weeks, probably because this is on my heart and mind. It's something I'm really struggling to maintain and, and hang on to is that focus, doing what I'm supposed to do. I talked about this when we talked about Paul the Apostle, how he said, my whole focus, <laughs> the only thing I care about is communicating the good news of Jesus. He talked about that in Acts chapter 20 and verse 24. We looked at that. We talked about this in a couple of settings. There's a passage of scripture that uh, comes back to me from time to time. The very first full passage of scripture, chapter of scripture that I memorized when I was young was this one. And, and probably because of that, I come back to it again and again. I was thinking about this episode of the podcast and several different ideas and, and, uh, the words of this scripture came to me and I started to think on those and, and then I almost set it aside and then it came back again. And as I've been thinking about this over the last couple of days, this passage has come back to me. And again, maybe this is because this is where my mind is right now, but understanding focus. Now there are a lot of things that pull our focus away. Again, circumstances. We talked about that. It can also be emotions, emotions like fear. Uh, it can be a perceived rejection from other people. We believe we're going in the right direction, but the people we care about speak into our lives and they're not speaking health and, and encouragement. They're speaking some difficult words. I won't say truths because it's not always true, but people speaking things that are harmful to us and emotions because of fear and the uncertainty, the unknown. Those can also, in addition to our circumstance and the news around us, can pull our focus. When we come to at, or, or Psalm, rather, Psalm chapter 27, uh, the 27th Psalms. And if you're not reading Psalms, you need to. They are so encouraging and so helpful. But the 27th Psalm, this is titled, in, in my Bible at least, a Psalm of David. David is writing. Talk about a guy that had a lot of things going on. <laughs> a lot of family issues. This guy, a lot of family issues. Some good, a lot bad. He had personal issues and trying to deal with uh, just the, the day-to-day of running a nation, king of a nation. He had come out of a difficult situation. He was a warrior that became a king, so he carried a lot of that with him, experienced a lot of trauma in his life, so many reasons to be distracted. He, he writes these words in Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Now, that's a strong way to start. He says, God is my light. When we're talking about focus, we definitely need someone to turn the light on. Often we lose focus because the light begins to dim and we can't see as clearly as we once did. He says here that God is his light. The Lord is my light and my salvation. That is my hope. That is my redemption. He is the one that I hang on to. He, he then goes on and says, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Now, I'm going to read more of this. I find this fascinating. It's easy for us to look at biblical characters, particularly people like David, and think, well, as much as they went through and all of the things that they did, there probably wasn't a lot of fear. If they had to experience what I've had to experience, if they struggled with the emotional difficulties that I struggle with, the fear, the anxiety, the overwhelm that I deal with, if they experienced that, then they would have something different to say. 
And David says, boy, I'm afraid. There's fear. But in the midst of that fear, I know that the Lord is my light and my salvation. He is the strength of my life. Verse number two, when the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. So he's setting the stage here. He says, even though the Lord is my light and my salvation, there's still some fear. But why is there fear if he's my light and my salvation? He's the strength of my life. Why should I be afraid? He then explains these circumstantial issues, enemies that have come against him, wars that have arisen. And if you're in the middle of enemies and wars, there's reason for fear. But he said, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after. These words are very important. David explains that there were a lot of reasons for him to not only be afraid and overwhelmed, but to lose focus. This is happening and that's happening. This thing's going on and that thing's going on. We know from the story of his life that there was a lot of underlying stuff going on, including like a son who overthrew his kingdom. (laughs) A lot of crazy stuff going on in David's life. There was murder, there was adultery, there was good things and a lot of bad things. A lot of stuff happening in David's life. He says, in addition to that, there's enemies and wars. But there's one thing, one thing that I want to focus on in the midst of all of that stuff. Remember when we talked about Paul? He said, none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. He said, there's one thing in my life to testify about Jesus. Paul is also the guy who said that he's going to forget those things which are behind and reach forth to those things which are before. There's one thing, one thing. I'm going to press toward the mark. Focus in the midst of a life of chaos and uncertainty. He said, one thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after. What is it? that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. And now shall mine head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. This is great. There's more here, but this is great. He says there's enemies, there's difficulties, there's fear, there's overwhelm, there's chaos. But the one thing I am focused on, laser focused, the one thing I'm focused on is a growing, going, fruitful relationship with God. Now, this is so important for us to get a hold of. When we're struggling in so many legitimate areas in our lives, struggle is real. (laughs) Emotions are real. Chaos is real. Real Fear and anxiety, those things are real. 
The question is not, do those come into our life? The question is, what do we do when they do? Because they will. We need to do as the psalmist did. We need to do as Paul the Apostle did. We need to do as those heroes of the faith in Hebrews chapter 11 did. We need to focus, laser focus, on our relationship with God. Not allowing circumstance to pull us away. Not allowing situations to keep us from that. There are priorities. We've talked a lot about priorities, and certainly there are good things that we need to be involved in. But at the top of the list, the thing we must be focused on is our relationship with God. Everything else needs to fall below that. Because when our relationship is right, we can have joy. That's what the psalmist said. He said there's joy. There's gladness. I can sing praise. Not because the enemies have gone away and not because the wars have stopped and not because there's no more difficulty, but I can rejoice because my focus is on the one who is the light and the salvation, who is my strength. Isn't that great? Focus. Focus on God. Focus on his word. Focus on his truth. He goes on. He said, Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Now he's praying. God, hear me when I cry. Have mercy upon me and answer me. When thou said, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. Hide not thy face far from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. Look at this. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Man, what a what a phrase that is. He, he goes from saying what he's going to do. In spite of all of this stuff in his life, he's going to focus on his relationship with the Lord. And as he does, there will be joy and there will be cause for rejoicing. Then he switches. As if telling us what he's going to do and what he's involved in, he switches into a prayer. He elevates his eyes and he says, God, hear me when I call and hear me when I pray. And God, answer me. God, I'm going to trust you. He then said, you're not going to leave me. You're not going to forsake me. Even when my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will take me up. I like what's happening here in this psalm because it touches so many different areas of life. The external, that's the enemies and the wars. The internal, my parents, the people who are closest to me. We've got the family issues and we've got the outside issues and then all of the other issues that he's dealing with. He says in the midst of it all, and this is a scope. (laughs) It's a scale. People on one end or the other. He says, regardless of where I find myself, God, you are there. Continuing to pray, he says, teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path because of mine enemies. They're here. They're there. They're around me. God, lead me in a plain path. He says, deliver me not over unto the will of mine enemies, for false witnesses are risen up against me, and such as breathe out cruelty. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. (laughs) I love this. He talks about false witnesses. (laughs) 
He talks about just being so tired that he feels like he would faint. And his final admonition is to be of good courage. Because when we're of good courage, he'll strengthen our heart. And then he says, wait on the Lord. David, you've got a lot going on. Ups and downs, good and bad. Defeating giants, killing enemies. The king of a kingdom. A relationship with God that is so close that you're called the psalmist of Israel, the man after God's own heart. There's highs, but there's also lows. There's murder, there's adultery, there's family issues so deep that there will be abandonment. (laughs) Times for you to talk about how even your father and mother may have rejected you. How do you stay focused? How do you regain focus? How do you get back to the place you need to be? David would say, well, I've learned that I need to wait on the Lord. I need to maintain, regardless of what else is happening around me, maintain with laser focus my relationship with God. So in all that, I ask you, I I don't doubt that there are reasons for you to lose focus and circumstantial issues and personal issues, a lot of things going on in life that perhaps pull your focus away and cause you to lose clarity. How do you get that focus back? Reorganizing your life, reorganizing your list of priorities, and getting back to having as your number one priority your relationship with God. I talk about this all the time. It seems so simple, but it's spending time in prayer. (laughs) That's what David did. It's spending time in God's Word. That's hearing from Him. And in both of those things, it's being committed to doing what He guides you and directs you to do. It can be so challenging in this world in which we live where there's information. I mean, so much information. How do you stay focused? By staying in the Word of God. Listening to God. Walking with God. Committed to doing exactly what God wants you to do. Instead of allowing your circumstances to drive your Gaze, (laughs) focus on the Lord. I I want that to be an encouragement to you today. And, and, And the reason I say encouragement is because I don't think I just said anything that you are not familiar with. But maybe you need to step back, reorder or reexamine your life. Perhaps the exhaustion, the fatigue, the overwhelm, the anxiety, the fear that you're experiencing right now is because you've allowed your gaze to drift. I don't have time for the Lord. I don't have time for my relationship with God. Listen to me. You don't have time for anything else if you're not first focused on God and what He wants in your life. We can be driven, Proverbs tells us, like a ship 
on a stormy sea, driven with the wind and tossed. We need to get back to a place of focus. When I discuss the concept of march or die, marching when it would be easier to stay where you are and die, when it would be easier to give up, when it would be easier to walk away, when it would be easier to just say, forget it, the only way you're going to take the next step forward is if you're focused on what God has set in front of you. Distraction, although you may not be distracted with anything inherently evil, distraction itself can keep you from being what God has created you and called you to be. Focus. Put one foot in front of the other and keep moving forward. Hope that's helped to you. Again, there are so many things I could say connected to that, but don't don't give up. Don't quit. Stay in the fight. Trust God. Let him light your path, and you'll get to the place that he wants you to be. Take some time. Again, if you have not yet subscribed to the show, do that right now. Jump over at some point to lifeaudio.com, lifeaudio.com. Life Audio uh, hosts this show. And I'm very thankful for them. But some great podcasts, great shows over at lifeaudio.com. So please go ahead and check those out as well. And I look forward to talking to you next time. Many of our veterans feel they need to fight their battles alone. This self-isolation has led to the staggering statistic of more than 20 veterans taking their lives every day. The mission of Mighty Oaks is to eradicate the veteran suicide epidemic and help our warriors change their legacies. We've been able to help over 4,000 veterans and first responders by equipping them with the tools they need to live the lives they were created to live. Our faith-based, peer-to-peer approach has one of the highest success rates of any program available today, offering hope and understanding to those who need it most. By aligning their lives to biblical principles, These men and women are able to lead their families, their communities, and our nation. It's your generosity that can make a difference in the lives of the men and women who have fought for our country and our freedoms. Now that they're home, don't let them fight alone. Learn more at MightyOaksPrograms.org. Feeling stressed? Let's take better care of you. I'm Bonnie Gray, the host of Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. Subscribe at LifeAudio.com.